0: Hello and welcome to episode 65 of Dear Download, a podcast about download festival, music in the industry and all other aspects related to rock and heavy metal. This episode we are talking all about Fall Out Boy, we're going to have a deep dive about Fall Out Boy who are headlining the Saturday at Download 2024. I'm Adam and as always I'm here with Simon, how you doing my man?
1: Good day to you sir, let's talk FOB.
0: FOB, yes
1: I noticed that. Every... Let's talk
0: about FOB. Yeah. Because
1: last week we were talking about Queens of the Stone Age. Quater and FOB. Quatzer. Quatzer and FOB.
0: <laughs> What's next episode?
1: Event 7 FOB it yeah.
0: boring. Ru- they ruin it. We had that before. Who was it? Anyway, Stu. I'll, t- I'll think about that. Also joined by Stu. How are you doing, my man, as well? I'm also oh, here. Shit, Hello. So- sorry. I don't want to do that again.
1: My man, what yo, bro, I, I know what's up, my man. Oh, where, where are you from? Where are you from? The, I say my... the streets or something. What's going on, I man? Say my... Yeah, what's up, my man? <laughs> How you doing, bro? Yeah, you're from the 90s as well. What
0: the fuck? Well, I say my man to you. Have you never noticed that?
1: I've never, I don't think I've heard you say my man,
0: <laughs> a <good> man. before. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like, oh, I can't call both of you my man. That just sounds weird. I gotta change it up a little bit. Anyway, Stu, I might, I might just leave that bit in. Stu, how are you doing, Mum? Oh, no, I said it again. <laughs> Stu, how are you doing, buddy? Yes. Man. I'm doing very well, buddy man. Fellow. Good chap. Okay. <laughs> Couldn't have just called you Man. Could have called me Dennis. I didn't know you were called Dennis. <laughs> Fallout Boy, what uh, an episode I've been looking forward to doing this episode. I hadn't listened to much of them before, before listening to them for this episode, but I have been really enjoying them the last couple of days. Um what about you guys? Yeah, I I I was convinced that I liked maybe like
2: three Four Let Boy songs that you've listened to like on Kerrang TV radio over the years, whatever. But after listening to the newer albums, I would now consider myself a Four Let Boy fan. So yeah. I will be there, front and center, <laughs> living life. Converted.
1: Wow, proper. Nice. Uh yeah, I mean they're they're a really good band. They're a really, really good band. Uh I'm excited to talk about them uh you know i'm I haven't become a super fan, sorry to break the, the thing <laughs> that's happened, but I do think they're a really good band uh they're just not my cup of tea, but uh yeah, I'm interested to talk about them because they have a very interesting history and uh yeah, musically in areas, they are quite interesting as well so
0: yeah, awesome yeah looking forward well, before we go into that, shall we talk a little bit about our last couple of weeks? How has your last couple of weeks been Simon?
1: Um yeah good really nothing nothing nothing's happened nothing of note has really happened <laughs> no. at the moment it's so just monotonous beginning of the year looking forward to what we always say festival season gigs kicking off all that stuff so yeah and we doing much been working a little bit on youtube the uh, my monsters of rock part 2 video should be out by the time that this is out as well um but apart from that i've really been doing nothing i've i literally Working on some videos. I've been watching a lot of um, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm, uh, playing a bit of Skyrim. <laughs> nice.
0: Um,
1: I don't know. That's it. That is literally all I've been doing. Nice. I haven't done anything else.
0: Cool. That's it. Stu? Very much the
2: same. Start of the year. Not a lot going on. Um, <laughs> got a gig coming up. We've actually booked up tickets to see Knocked Loose in Birmingham. So that's nice. one and a half week's time, maybe. So a couple of the guys are going there nice. as well. Other than that, great live band. Oh, yeah. What a band. Exactly. What a band. Well, I was,
1: They really blew me away at Bloodstock, dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is. They were just nuts. something
2: else, completely. Well, they've actually put the full set of Bloodstock on YouTube now. So anyone interested, if you go over to the Bloodstock YouTube. Oh, it's got the full that. set. Yeah. Yeah. We Ooh, You were nice. right in the pit for it, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Was it for you're, a lot of it? Yeah. Just, you'll see me on the video quite a few times. Yeah. Just look out for the yeah. Blair t shirt, the white Blair t shirt. You'll the see me. Blair
0: <laughs> t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> probably uh, couldn't have been uh, many uh, other bl- uh, I actually said no. blah then anyway but I was going to say white. Couldn't be, couldn't be many other white t-shirts at Bloodstock no. in general anyway I think <laughs> I was maybe oh, the let's one let's just
1: say he went in with a white t-shirt <laughs> he didn't come out with a white t-shirt
0: <laughs> came out brown and red <laughs> yeah. nice yeah well I, I mean that's in your vlog isn't it which I, I'd seen already mm-hmm. um, yeah, it'd yeah. be interesting to see if we can see you in the Bloodstocks video as well
2: that's it, yeah. Well, I've done a, um, a TikTok where I actually you could I'll zoom in on myself and you can see yourself. So so that's another one to mention. Yeah. I've been doing TikToks and Instagram Reels and that's been keeping me busy, I suppose. So, yeah, that's all cool. good.
0: Excellent. I, um, I'm pretty much the same. Uh, I haven't done a lot. I had a couple of weeks off of work due to some back problems, but I couldn't really do a lot. You know, it would, it would be nice to look back and go, oh, I got so much done while well, I was off of work for two weeks, but I was off work sick and genuinely sick, so I, I couldn't get much done, you know. I would have I been nice to uh, work on my own YouTube as well a little bit, but never mind. I have worked a little bit on my son's YouTube. Um, <laughs> He hasn't got, he hasn't got a YouTube, but he, he said to me a couple of days ago, uh, like, Dad, I, I want to be a YouTuber. So today I was like, well, do you want to record a YouTube video? And he and he was really excited. He went, "Yeah, yeah, uh, wait, it doesn't have to be about download, does it?" Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> he knows I do this. <laughs> yes,
2: was the answer yes?
0: No, no. Yeah, I going to say. Did <laughs> no, you,
1: say was... yeah, you definitely is.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he wants to be a gamer YouTuber, but um, yeah, it was quite funny because I wind him up quite a bit, and I, I tell him that I'm a YouTuber because we we obviously put this on YouTube. Just normally, it's normally just the uh, static screen with the with the cover of the episode but um i might be putting this one on on youtube uh and you can see our faces but yeah i wind him up and i say i'm a tiktoker as well to see this tiktok videos i put up <laughs> and he's like how many views have you got that's uh, three <laughs> but but that's, that's not the point i'm a tiktoker right i mean i'm a cool youtuber dad full-time influencer <laughs> just exactly winds that. him up he's like no you're not yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah that was quite funny so um Nothing else to report other than that, to be honest. Well, let's get started and stuck into FOB, as uh, as you <laughs> very well put it earlier. Before we talk about anything they've done or, or a deep dive into them, tell me, uh, I'll start with you, Simon. Would you have ever, well, would you ever have imagined them being a headliner this year for download?
1: uh no i didn't expect i think it's the same thing that we had with queens of the stone age what we said last week i didn't expect them to be announced as a headliner if someone said could fall out boy headline download i probably would have said well yeah there's no reason they, they couldn't but same as queens some of this was just like so left field from what we were expecting it was a bit of a shock to be like oh yeah okay fall out boy <laughs> it's not a, I, I wasn't like disappointed i was just like okay, all right, okay, fallout Boy headlining, I guess, which is fine, because they're absolutely massive. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't expecting it to happen, but uh, once I sort of got my uh, mind wrapped around the announcement, I was like, it actually makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. What about you, Stu?
2: Yeah, so I think after the initial shock, it's, it's settled in a bit now, and after listening to them, you know, watching some live stuff, I can I can see why they've been chosen, essentially, now. Upon like first realisation they were there, I was thinking, why the hell are Fall Out Boy headlining? But uh, when you look back to the last time that they played in 2014, there was sub in Linkin Park. So, you know, they've played the main stage. The, the, you know, natural step up is to do the spot above. Um, And again, it's on YouTube, that footage. And if you check that out, main arena is packed it really is, and you know everyone's buzzing. Yeah. Everyone's having a great time, so I'm sure a lot of those people will be returning to see them this year. So I think it's yeah. great. I'm really um, looking forward to seeing them. They
1: also, um, they also part- would would a hundred percent pass the litmus test. Could they sell two dates out of the O2 without a shadow of a yeah. doubt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means your your headline material. So they meet that quota it. as well. The so. criteria.
0: Yeah. Um. Do you know what I? Going back to what you said a minute ago, I'm glad you said about the last time they played at Download, because that's something I forgot to go and look up. Mm. Uh, I, it's something that would normally be the first thing I would look for and go, right, I need to know this information, but I completely forgot. Um, so they so they played 2014, what, just under Lincoln Park,
2: did they? That's it, so 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, the, main, the run uh, yeah. on that main stage was ridiculous, if I could just read that out. So as yeah, I say, the, the subbed Linkin Park, but going from the start of the day on that main stage, one after another, it was Berry Tomorrow, While She Sleeps, Bowling for Soup, Kill Switch Engage, Bring Me the Horizon, Fall Out Boy, Linkin Park. And to me, that's like, I've never stayed at one stage of the whole day. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there this year. I can't believe we didn't go this year because it looks incredible for us. But uh, if I was there, that would have been the one day that
0: I just did not shift. So. I really wish we went. Thinking about it, I think... I, yeah, I was, was... going
1: to say, Adam, we, me and Stu weren't there. I really wanted to go, but my mum booked my tickets to go to America on fucking download weekend. <laughs> so I couldn't go because I went 2013. So I didn't go, but I just thought in my head, of course, you were definitely there. What the hell were you doing?
0: I was in the campsite until 6. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I only remember that because it was the Linkin Park Day and I chose to go and see Sick over Linkin Park i said that a few times on the, on the podcast before. Link uh, 6 had been gone for about seven years, and I was like, well, I haven't seen him for a long time. I might not get a chance to see him again. So I went to see it's them, kind of- and because it was Linkin Park and, and the, the amazing set they did, and obviously what happened, that's for some reason that's just always stuck in my mind. Yeah, I, I remember I didn't... I don't know if I went into the arena in the morning, but I'm pretty sure I was in the... I went from the campsite... Straight in to go and see 6th. So I might have been at the campsite all day until six. Who are headlining the like the third or fourth stage? Oh, you said six. Sixth.
2: Huh? I thought you said you didn't go in until six. What time was six? Oh, yeah, no.
0: Six. Six. The band. Just, yeah.
2: Excuse the, the, the
0: syllabus. Syllabus. Oh, what's the word now? Great band, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yes, I right I didn't see any of it. I didn't see any of that on the main stage. And it wouldn't have seen full out boy. Um
1: You didn't even like watch sixth and then watch the rest of fucking League of I did. We
0: went and watched the Wrestling of Lincoln Park. Oh I okay, think,
1: good. Okay,
0: good. I, I although I think I remember once they'd finished playing Hybrid Theory in Full, I think they basically didn't play any other old stuff. It was all newer stuff. I don't think they played hardly anything from um Meteora. As far as I remember, I think there was a lot of people's complaints about it. Not that you can really complain about what you know what they did. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: to be fair, I think The Hunting Party, which was that album when it came out, I think it's the worst Linkin Park album. Really? It's not bad. I, they don't have a bad album. But I think out of all the albums Linkin Park done, I think Hunting Party is by far the worst. Yeah, in comparison. So, yeah. By quite a... Quite a margin, yeah. So,
2: even comparing to the, the newest so, album as well. So, I actually hated that when it first came oh, out. But the new album, album was... after seeing it live, unfortunately, I was at the last ever show in Birmingham. But after seeing that album oh, live, you, you, you know, I loved it after that, if you know what I mean. But, uh, but yeah, to see Hybrid Theory in yeah. full, oh, yeah, the last album, I'm very jealous there. of anyone that was there.
1: Yeah, I know that pains me. Do you know that I still bring 2014 up to my mum? I was on the phone on Monday. And I were talking about download and I said, Do you remember mum, when you booked uh, my flights on download weekend and I missed it. So I still bring it up now. Cause I'm still annoyed Thanks, that I didn't get to, you guys know how much I love Lickie park, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I missed hybrid theory in full and it still pains me to this day.
0: No, yeah. I, I I was always gutted. I missed that as well. Yeah. Obviously, like I said, it wasn't at the time. Uh, I made my choices. I knew that was a choice I was making, but anyway, Fallout Boy, Uh, So, have have either of you seen them before? No, it'll be the first time seeing them. First time. I'm sure I've seen them, but I don't remember what year at download. Uh, I want to say they were probably like fourth or fifth down on the main stage, somewhere like that. It would have been mid-afternoon, one, two o'clock, something
2: like that. I think 2014, only from researching, is the only time they've played download.
1: I was going to say, I think they've only ever played one time. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm,
0: maybe sure. it was that you
1: might be getting them mixed up with someone.
0: Could have been Sonosphere. but I thought I thought I'd seen them. Maybe I'm talking complete rubbish. Then it's into the Lamb, and, Lamb, of, Lamb of God situation. Mm, no, <laughs> Lamb of God. <laughs> anyway, either way, then I, I don't know. Oh. I, I thought I'd seen them. I, I may not have. I may have. We don't know on that one. <laughs> but I am. I'm quite looking forward to seeing them. They're very a very interesting band i said to you earlier didn't i simon very interesting once you start digging and and that's what you went into earlier as well so personally i i only knew their i thought it was their first album at the time um would obviously talk about the albums before from under the cork tree that's the only album i've ever really listened to before listening to them for this episode either of you you
1: said you really liked that album as well oh, didn't you like you absolutely loved that album at the time i did
0: i did absolutely love it and so i don't know why i didn't go back and listen to the the next album was it infinity on high is that the one
1: i mean we know why you didn't
0: because i'm the one album guy
1: yeah <laughs> you're the one album guy of course you didn't yeah
0: but yeah listen to it again I, I am i was thinking like why didn't i listen to this it's it's the same pretty much the same music but just sort of stepped up a little bit. I mean, there's not much room to step up from from under the cork tree. But yeah, I don't know why I didn't go back and listen to it again. What about either of you? Were you um, how ha- how much Fallout Boy did you know before going into this?
2: Well, I was very much the could count how many songs I knew on one hand fan of Fallout Boy. It was just whatever was on uh, Kerrang really. So like you yeah, sugar, we're going down. This ain't a scene. Uh, dance, dance, and that's. Yeah early days thanks I'd probably say memories. that thanks for the murmurs yeah And there mm-hmm. you go four songs that's that's probably all I knew to be honest and then over the years I've picked up one or two um, but never never dived into an album not yeah. even from day one I don't think I ever listened to an album in full so doing this episode the research for this episode is the first time ever to hear mm-hmm. some of their more you know like varied songs because I hear those yeah. those four songs and they do have the four late Boy sound you just think that that's what the entire album sounds like, but it's not until you dive in and you realize how unique, you know, every song is in comparison to the last one you've just listened to, if you know what I mean. And the further yeah. you go on in the albums, the more they um, kind of, what's the word, test the waters and try different styles. And listening to the newest album, it's ridiculous how many styles they've
0: got going on, you know, in one mm. pool of songs. So nice. Uh, did I? I didn't ask you something. Did I? Have did I, I already asked
1: you? Uh, no. I mean, I knew the hit. I, I cannot tell you between two thousand and five and about two thousand and eight how fucking much these guys were played. Yeah. It was almost unbearable at points. It really was, which is probably why I never got into them <laughs> at the time. Um, but I always enjoyed what I heard. Like whenever I heard a song like "Thanks for the Memories" came on, or this saying, uh, an arm's race or something, I'd always be like, "Man, this guy's a, just a." fantastic singer like really great band the songwriting was like stellar but it, it, it was it's never my thing so I never delved any deeper into you know like I've never same as Stu I have never listened to a fallout boy album <laughs> up to this point so you know I like I said I wouldn't they wouldn't be first for me to go to um but listening to their like early stuff and then listening to the later stuff there is a huge void of music in between that like It's a really big difference from like the early, you know, emo days, 2003, just about to, you know, emo was like just about to like take over the world basically for like a couple of years. And then you listen to them now and um, like Stu was saying, they're as musicians, they're fantastic. They're very diverse. They play a lot of different stuff. So it was interesting to finally, apart from the hits, delve in and go, oh, actually there's loads of more interesting layers to this band, which is um, good. Although I will say... Out of everything I listen to, um, I know it's not technically their first album because the first one, "Evening Out with Your Girlfriend," technically they don't. Even though it's an album, it wasn't an official album at the time. Blah blah blah. So let's say "Take This to Your Grave" is your first, yeah. their first album album. Yeah, let Um, but th- yeah, that I like. I like that portion of their sound the most out of everything yeah. I listen to. Like, I think the new stuff's good, but like, I really like that early emo stuff where it felt very diy Mm -hmm. all the songs just had no you know there was no nothing from labels anything it was just these dudes and these tiny little small hometown shows just going absolutely fucking mental on stage and i loved that little that's when i really really liked emo um, later on, it would obviously become more commercialized, like every type of music. But yeah, it's in, it, they're interesting. But yeah, sorry, I, I'm I'm digressing. <laughs> but no, apart from the hits, apart from the hits, um, I have never delved in any
0: further. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I was just about to say, yeah. So for argument's sake, let's just say "Take This to Your Grave" was their first album. I did, I did hear that they don't consider the one before that as an album, or and they don't like talking about it. But I never found out why so that would be interesting to look into at some point
1: i think it was um i was i was reading about it It was made for a really small label at the time and i don't think they were ever sort of happy with it okay and the way it was distributed and stuff so i don't and plus it's if you listen to it it's really not great it's it's very (laughs) you know his voice if you listen to evening out with your girlfriend and take this to your grave i mean it's Basically, like listening to two completely different bands, even though they're you know not far apart. His voice, the difference between his voice on those two is worlds apart. Yeah. So um, uh, it says two thousand and three, but I actually think it was earlier than that. It probably was. Girlfriend. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was a couple of years before, maybe two thousand one. Yeah. So,
0: but so yeah. I I never ever would have considered Fallout Boy as pop punk, um, but I heard a lot of people calling them pop punk, even for the music after Take This to Your Grave. And I, there's no way I consider their the more recent stuff pop punk, but those first two, the uh, the first one and album zero, I don't, I don't know what to call it now. Um, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so you told me about take this to your grave, and you were like, I'm really enjoying this, so I, I put it on, and and I thought this is this is pop punk, like this could easily be a Bowling for Soup album or New Found Glory, so uh, very very similar sounds. And then when I discovered. Uh, um evening out with your girlfriend i listen to that and all like, that this there's even a yeah, different type of um pop punk like it could have been sort of yellow cardy kind of less than jake sounding yeah um which i blew me away i was so surprised after yeah, hearing them yeah
1: it is yeah it's, it, i like that early version like, i like that version of emo slash pop punk more than the stuff what it's become now mm-hmm. yeah Oh, the old um, gritty. I really, really don't like what it's become yeah. now. I can't stand <laughs> yeah. it. It's like, it's like fingers on a chalkboard for me. I can't really? take it for longer than ten seconds. I'm like, fuck no, <laughs> get it off. <laughs> get to, any pop music, any anything. You, I can listen to anything, but I don't know why pop punk really grates on me. Yeah, I don't know why modern stuff, um, and and some of the old stuff as well. But yeah, I, I when I messaged you, I could not believe. How much I fucking love to take this to your grave. And I was like, why was I not listening? In 2003, I was listening to used my chem, all the like early emo stuff, you know, like and all the screamo stuff, like Aid and all that. I was like, this just would have slid into my CD collection perfectly. But I just didn't know
0: about them until, yeah, um, Under the Cork Tree came out. So missed that one. So there was a reason for that. They, uh, I think they were signed to like two different labels at uh, the same time. Um, one was um, something about ramen. I got to read it down here. Fueled by ramen.
1: Oh, it was that
0: small. Fueled by ramen. Fueled by ramen, yeah. That was it. And like, also... they, were, they
1: were like a little hardcore label. they hardcore label. Yeah. An a f- emo label.
0: Little, yeah. Pop punk label. Yeah. Um,
1: that was
0: it. And they were also signed to Island Records, and they decided to put out "Take This to Your Grave" through oh, Island. Were a bit bigger as well, uh, but they put "Take Take This to Your Grave." Island, out... a
1: huge, massive record label. Yeah. Got signed to Island. That's a major label, man.
0: Yeah. But they chose to put out, um, and we can we can go on to, um, I can't remember his name now, being the bassist. Um, Pete, Wentz. Well, Pete Wentz. Pete Wentz. We can go on to him a little bit from this, actually, because he is very interesting. But yeah, they chose to put that album out, Take This to Your Grave, through Fueled by Ramen, because they were better and they knew what they were doing more with that kind of band. Um, and they got them on the Warped Tour and everything. Um, And once they sort of built themselves up a little bit, then they put From Under uh, Under the Cork Tree out through Ireland. And that's why most people, the first album they would have known is um, From Under the Cork Tree.
1: Nice. You know, you just said Warp Tour, right? Yeah. Go and look, right, at any Warp Tour lineup from about 2002 to like 2006. It's fucking ridiculous. I mean, like every single good band... Was like on the Warped Tour between yeah. those like five or six years. It was like, I can't believe we never got that here. But yeah, to go and see Warped Tour in America must have been like just fucking <laughs> unreal, like amazing.
2: Was it just tour in different states? Was it Warped Tour?
1: Yeah, it was. So imagine like if Download was like a touring yeah. thing, basically. So it was like a festival lineup, but they'd all go, you know, America's mm-hmm. huge. So they'd be in Illinois and then they'd play like two places in Illinois and then they'd go to the next state. I like to. But they were playing fucking car parks. They they weren't venues. Yeah, yeah. Hm. They were literally a car park with a, with two <laughs> stages. Go, that was it. Like they were so DIY. They looked so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like amazing. I think the closest just, we, we got to that to was
2: Slam Dunk, days. I suppose, which did start well, but slowly <laughs> <laughs> is in decline. But who might comment? Oh um, uh,
0: yeah, but yeah, we, we've had uh, things like Bloodstock. I don't know how many. Not Bloodstock. What am I talking about? Bloodstock? I oh, know, oh, bloodstock. Going? Um, Oh, never mind. We've had things. No, we haven't. Did we ever have, like, the family value <laughs> you're doing?
1: A... Uh, my, my, my camera was oh, uh, focusing. I weird. thought
0: you were shutting me out or something. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. You ma-
0: you're messing up. Don't talk to me anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, let's to... Me
0: and Saw are just going to <laughs> carry on. We're just going to block you out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Block him out. Block <laughs> him out, Stu.
0: Um, Ozfest is what I was trying to think of. Because that was one that went around. But I don't know if we got more than one over here, usually. Just Um, America.
1: It's because it's so big. Like, they wanted to make money off of these. So they were just like, you do one show, you'll make money. But if you tour it and you get the bands to... It's kind of crazy. They actually convinced some of these bands to go on, like, six month tours with, like... Yeah. God knows the chaos backstage. You know, it was (laughs) was a fucking touring touring festival. Yeah. Do you imagine? In the mid-2000s. It must have been
0: absolutely insane. Yeah um and it's, uh, another one like that is um family values a lot of people probably would have heard of uh was that a, yeah. was that organized by corn was that what corn's yeah one? it was corn's
1: corn's yeah. like deal i think it was corn and biscuit that started it yeah but you look back on some of those lineups and you're just like that's no that's that's ridiculous that is too much yeah can't take it america get all the good tours though they do. we were talking about we were talking about that earlier on on whatsapp they get all the yeah ridiculous lineups fuckers
2: it we'll be Clash Central, surely. Yeah.
1: And their fest their festivals, you know. They don't—they don't look great, but they have great mm. lineups. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. If, If—if they even go ahead, they've had some terrible, terrible uh, festivals. Anyway, um, Pete Went—what what was it? Wentz. Went, Wentz. 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 From whence you <laughs> came. T- <laughs> Tz, isn't it? Pete Wentz. Um, Pete Wentz home and uh, had a cry. Uh no. Oh, dear. That was terrible. Um, oh, my God. What a ridiculous life this guy has had and and just everything that he does. So did you know that um a lot of them started as, like, hardcore bands? They were, yeah, they, I, I don't know where they were from, but there was a big hardcore place in America. Um, I don't know if you you know at all, Simon, from general I think, knowledge. wasn't it Chicago? Could have been.
1: It was somewhere, yeah. They were, I mean those the early so from like 2000s 2002 hardcore was really big I, I remember i saw i watched some clips of pete wentz he was the singer yeah of a hardcore band and i was like oh man screaming's pretty good actually like i was like shit these guys look good but it was all that like post hardcore it was all like you know dislocated chords and weird fucking timings and then it was all that like really weird hard, not like Hardcore, not like fucking Biohazard or something. It was, yeah, okay, yeah, all that weird shit, yeah, but which weirdly ended up transitioning into like Screamo stuff where it was like, you know, really close to emo. Like, you just have to put Screaming in Fallout Boy, and they're, they're pretty much a Screamo band. It's easy, the early <laughs> stuff, anyway,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was gonna say that they started as a hardcore band, you and and he basically decided he wanted to be famous and he was like this is the band that's going to make me famous and he just put everything into it and and he's he's a bassist he's a front he's a front man basically and he does everything and does all all, like but he's a bassist um Mm
2: -hmm. i think he's the main composer isn't
0: he yeah he writes the lyrics and the other guy sings and writes the songs yes which is weird so
2: pete pete's like the main composer because he does composition work for uh, movie and TV and this, that, and the other, and then he, he's normally fed the lyrics from Patrick, and then he uses the lyrics to write his compositions around. Basically,
0: okay, yeah, yeah, right. But um, yeah, I mean, he was a he was a celebrity in his own right for a little while mm-hmm. from being the bassist of Fallout Boy, it, and and uh, oh my god, he was the emo poster he was child, and fucking
1: wasn't he? everywhere as well. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone realizes how annoying this band were for like four or five years, <laughs> man. Like. Every single article in every magazine was just women just fucking fingering themselves over Pete Wentz. <laughs> That's all you heard. You went to the pub, Pete Wentz, Pete Wentz posters, Pete Wentz. Oh, who's on the TV, Pete Wentz? It was really annoying for a few years. I I, I couldn't stand him for it's a few the eyeliner.
0: Years. Yeah, I think I was in the same boat.
1: Yeah,
2: or was that you? I oh, was just saying it's the eyeliner. Maybe we need to don the eyeliner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I'd done the guy-liner phase, man. That was a good... I liked did, it. Did you? That's good stuff. Yeah, 100%. I, I,
0: I think I would have, uh, probably. Maybe, 2003 maybe
1: to five, I was definitely wearing guy-liner, 100%. Yeah. Swept over hair. Swept over hair. Guy-liner. <laughs> nice. All, all the way.
2: I was busy learning my timetable, sorry.
0: Timetable. <laughs> did you... Um, Jesus. Were, were, you, did you ever, did, were you following on what we were actually talking about when we were talking about the Family Values Tour earlier and... You, you you know I don't know if this is trying to trying to be too funny or whether it's actually just being mean. Too convoluted. Uh, we're talking
1: about we're twenty five. Why are you going on? What are you <laughs> going about? We're all twenty five here. I don't understand what you guys are saying.
0: Um, but yeah, sorry. Uh, like I was saying, he was just everywhere. Like I forgot how everywhere he was, and I I don't know what he's doing now. what why he, why he's just dropped off? But like yeah, he basically. That, that I think there was a point where a lot of the, some a lot of the other members of the band weren't that interested in Fallout Boy, and he was like, "No, this is the thing that's going to make me uh, famous. I, I'm going to become famous from this." I, mean, I, th- um, I think from listening to
2: interviews to and stuff, he ended up suffering from that massively, just like the sheer fame that he had. Really, he ended up really struggling, and whereas the other guys, Patrick especially. I mean, I know they all say, but he claimed that he didn't want any of that. He was just in it for the music. So, the, uh, yeah, I think they were all just, you know, they just skyrocketed to fame, and none of them knew how to really deal with it. But yeah, Pete Wentz managed to go for a mad ride. Really, I mean, bagging Kim Kardashian <laughs> as well, just a mad coupling.
1: Didn't he marry? Didn't he marry Ashley Simpson as well?
2: Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, i think I'm pretty
1: so. sure he did. Yeah. I mean, you know, for, for a guy, he wanted to be famous. He did yeah. it, didn't he? Jesus. Man was everywhere.
0: Uh, but, I mean, I kind of forgot all about this. Like I said, I was actually watching a live um, video of theirs. Uh, I think it was last night. Watching um, 2017's and Rio. Uh, it was dark. I assumed they were headlining, but they were actually third down from the top. Uh, but they still had an hour, and they still were still really good. And I knew every song, and I really enjoyed every song. But it was just funny. Like, And, and uh, before I say this, I, I don't mean this in any bad way about any of them. You know, I'm not trying to put any of them down, um, but it was
1: just—I know what you're going to say. It was just
0: funny how, like, he was the bassist and he was the front man, and and like, I just the the more you the more I think about it, the weirder it is because it's just so...
1: also yeah, he is not a good looking guy, and they are not a good looking I... band in general. <laughs> I I don't understand why all the
0: women loved him. Yeah, he is not a good looking well, the, man. He had the charisma He had the charisma as well. Oh. Yeah.
1: Well, you can say for a lot of rock stars. A lot of them are like they're not good looking, but yeah. they've got confidence and they're in a band. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. he's got a bit. And he's got a bit of guyliner on. Yeah. You're, and it was the mid two thousands. You're done. You're in. <laughs> Sweet.
2: That's it. You can be an absolute troll, but as long as you can shred on a bass, you can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, gonna be matter. strumming on like, and off stage.
1: So. <laughs> but yeah, you always see those memes, don't you? When it's like the people holding up the people, and it's like singer. Guitarist, uh, and then at the end, bassist, right at the bottom, uh, under the water, drowning. That's, That's always yeah. the way. So it's quite weird that a bassist would be the most famous one out of a band, isn't it? That's quite strange. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's like, uh, I think, like you said, the, the the other guys, they were just like, yeah, you carry on, you be like the, the face of the band, the main person. Um, when I was watching it, like I said, the rhythm guitarist, and obviously a drummer wouldn't go anywhere, but the rhythm guitarist, we just stood, uh, his pedal, uh, his microphone didn't move. Uh, you would expect Patrick to be going up to the front of the stage and back again and going into the crowd, but like the fact that the bassist was as well, you know, you'd imagine them all to be doing it, not just the one person who wants to be more full, more facing everybody. More, uh, I can't be yeah, the right word.
1: I get you. I get what you mean, though. Yeah. But
0: but but they're cool with it, you know, and 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 that's fine. Uh, but towards towards the end, I think. Oh well, no, there was a couple a couple of bits. Like, he went over to the rhythm guitarist, and he was playing with him, and it's like the rhythm guitarist just accepted it. It's like, all right, yeah, you're the guy. You come to me. I'll play with you. And then he was messing around with the guitar after, and I was like, you're the bassist. It's okay for the singer to do that normally. You're the bassist. <laughs> and at the end, he grabbed a microphone and ran to the crowd. I didn't have his bass on, and I was like, his bass is still playing. I can still hear bass, but he hasn't got a bass with him. Like, what's going on? So I rewound <laughs> it a couple of times. And and he got a tech to come from backstage to play his instrument so he could go and and sing in the crowd. Yeah. Wow. you're a bassist, but yeah,
1: it's like, very it's that's odd. Yeah,
0: like I said, it's absolutely fine. Nobody else is doing it, and that's what's odd yeah. about it. Just because it's so such a thing that nobody else is doing is nothing bad. But...
1: I'll give him that. He did stand out. Yeah, which is obviously means because everyone knows if you see a picture of me, you guy, I fucking know that. I know that guy. Do you know what I mean? I mean, the, you know, him and um, Patrick, I know. The other two, I could be standing next to an Asda and not have a fucking clue who they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So, you know, i would be like, oh, what? no idea, <laughs> no idea at all.
0: But yeah, I, I, a couple of times, ago, it just looked like he was in the wrong band. He was like trying to jump around and, and spin around. He, he should be in one of those bands where they're all doing it, you know, doing spin kicks on stage, throwing their guitars over your shoulders. He was like, he's the only one doing it nobody else is <laughs> yeah Makes yeah it looks a but bit if you,
1: actually if you watch you watch the early videos they are all going a bit more mental okay I, it, it definitely calmed down if you watch the videos from like the uh, take this to your grave album they are all going pretty fucking mental right but you can only do that in like you know small little clubs where everyone else is going mental you can't have like a giant stage and you're all fucking flipping out yeah. like it just, it just it just wouldn't look right so yeah
0: yeah, that's fair. Um but yes, that that was my uh, not really beef with Pete Wentz. But he's a genius. Oh, he's, he beef. knows we've got deer down he's beef. a genius. Let him he mate. knows what he's doing. He best he best watch out this year if we see him.
1: <laughs> he best watch out. The beef! <laughs> the
0: beef! <laughs> yeah, like I said, he, he's a genius, he knows what he's doing. It's odd and weird. I can't I, I had a, I had the word in my head earlier, I can't think of the right word. But it's working. It is working for them. Definitely. Yeah, when I went
1: on to their Spotify, I was like, 25 million monthly listeners. Ridiculous. Jesus, fair play, boys. Fair play. So they've got a song that's got over a billion listens as well. I was like, okay, that is, it's, I don't think it's a very good song, but I don't know why it's their most popular one. I think the other songs are much better. What song was
2: it? Could we remember? um,
1: Central. I thought it was annoying, if I'm being honest. I thought the other songs in the top were like banger, it
0: banger, is. Centuries. banger, that's a banger. I think
1: Centuries yeah. is centuries.
0: Their, their most famous song by far. That's crazy yeah, to that's me. Yeah, that's
1: I mean, I missed out on, when was that, 2015? I was paying no attention at all, so. And there were a couple of others, actually, when I listened to it and I went, oh, I I know that song, that's, that's a si- uh, that, uh, that, uh, my songs know what you did in the dark, light them up. I yeah. did not realise that was Fallout Boy, because I listened to it and I went, that's a tune. Yeah. I know this song. I, I, swear, I was like, I've heard this song. This is, I thought this was a good song when I heard it, first of all. No idea it was Fallout Boy at all. Yeah. I should have known from the voice, but it just never. Whenever I heard it, I was just like, oh, it's a good song, but I never clicked that it was Fallout Boy. I know he's got a very distinctive voice, but I just didn't. Well, I'm sure was that was together. like the
2: first song they released after the, the hiatus. Because like, they went away for a while, and then they released that one song, and it's like completely different to like, whatever they've done previously. And. Even in like the video, none of them are in the video. It's just so dissimilar to what they've done previously. Was, but then if you listen to that in comparison to the new stuff, they've obviously gone away and thought about what they want to sound like. And you know, here we are. This is the new way we're going to be. Centuries. No, sorry, that was um, my songs know what you did in the dark.
1: newer ones than that.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is off. I'm just trying to think what album that is actually off.
1: Uh, it's off of Save Rock and Roll.
2: 2013. 2013,
1: yeah. I was going to say that I personally think that all of the best bands evolve and change musically. You can say some bands, like I always use uh, Iron Maiden as a good example of this. You listen to an old Iron Maiden song and a new Iron Maiden song, they're not vastly different, although they have changed little pieces here and there. Yeah, Some bands can do that, but I feel like my favourite bands always are. You listen to the first album and the newest album, and they're fucking nothing alike. I, I, lo- I love that when bands evolve and change and try new stuff, and you know, I just I love that. That's what is one of the things that is so cool about this band is they're not afraid to experiment and check. They're like, you know, we want to make this now. We want to make basically a pop album now. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we want to make a you know pop punk album. Go for it. Just do whatever. I, I like that bands. And even bands that are on major labels and, you know, they obviously have some say in what they make, but they still manage to make kind of what they want to, I think. So, yeah, I, I like that about this band a lot. Definitely respect any musician for that. Very, very cool.
0: Before I listened to them before for this episode, I would have said that the songs from, from Under the Cork Tree and the latest albums were exactly the same. I didn't think they had changed very much at all. But I think that's something you pick up through time, sort of you tuning your ear into into their sound a bit. Yeah. That's it. Well, going off um changing the sound and whatnot, I was
2: listening to an interview with um Patrick and Pete and they were saying Patrick was saying that basically every album he just kind of pretended that it was gonna be his last that he'll have, ever have uh, the funding of a big record label. So every time he'd yeah. used that money that they were given to do everything they could. So if they wanted if the newest album's a really good example. He um, thought, "Am I ever going to have this funding to get a full orchestra on our album ever again? Maybe not." <laughs> so here we go. So they got a full orchestra, and you li- listen to some of the songs with the orchestra on. They're really incredible. Listen to on a good set of speakers or a good set of headphones. Um, it sounds great. I did have some examples of uh, which songs were so good. "I Am My Own Muse" off the newest album it almost sounds like a Bond um theme what a time to be alive sounds like earth wind and fire and love from the other side is just an absolute bop like it's ridiculous how much thought's gone into all the different aspects of the song and how different each song sounds but they're all off the same album so going back to what awesome. size they how they've been so different how they can be so different in one album and it just seems to completely hit like it doesn't miss the mark in the slightest obviously just look at the numbers on spotify and see what numbers they're doing they just seem to be killing it
1: definitely which is why they're a great headliner for download because they're going to draw in a lot of people a lot like bring me their eyes and did last year they're going to draw in a lot of new people that are gonna probably really enjoy themselves and are probably going to come back again which is exactly what we want for the festival that's what we want so, that's the whole yeah. point yeah and i bet they can't wait for you know Slipknot system of a down and Def Leppard next year so, you know
2: Don't do it, if you're listening, please don't do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've been saying recently that I don't think it's going to be very busy at download this year, I, I think I, I've i been saying it's going to be quieter than 2022 and 2022 is quiet but now realising just how big Fallout Boy are just how good they are yeah, I could be quite wrong with that See, I'm, be quite busy. I'm really quite torn. I think if you look at how many
2: new people went last year due to its selling out, you'd expect that's going to bring some new crowd this coming year. And I think festival culture as a whole seems to have exploded. Like you look at every, many a festival now and a lot of them are putting posts out saying like, you know, last few tickets um, selling out, which is a real surprise. I think Reading and Leeds sold out a day already and Reading and Leeds isn't until August, Maybe. if if I'm right. Um, so I think the culture around it's changed a lot, and it's just a lot of younger people, you know, wanting to go to festivals, which is great because that's the only way that Download's going to survive and live on. You know, if all all of us just go and that's it, we all die out eventually. The festival's going to die out as well. So
1: true. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't. I can't predict busyness, but I. I, I still think it's going to be quite a busy year. I, I think it's got big enough headliners, and I think the undercard is like insane so i i, is, I still yeah. think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be i don't understand why 2022 wasn't busy i was a fucking great lineup but yeah. um but uh i still think this will be busy i don't think it will sell out if it sells out it won't be a full sellout like last year i don't think download i mean i just think it was very lucky last year i think we were lucky plus bring me a very they fit in very well at download And they probably would have attracted other people as well. But I think that will happen with Fallout Boy. But they're not as tailored to download. So I feel like they won't draw as many people to download as Bring Me the Horizon would. But then you forget the monster that is Metallica. Which is, every time they fucking play it sells out. Which just tells you how popular Metallica are. So yeah, won't be a sellout. But I still think it will be quite a busy year. Like we've been talking about the whole time. It's going to be a very different year. I don't think it's going to feel like any other download, which will be interesting for people like us that go regularly because <clears throat> like you, Adam, when you can't remember a year, you might be able to pick this one out because yeah. it will be so vastly different to the last three or four. So yeah, I'm all for it. But yeah, I, I, I don't think it will sell out, but it will be popular. Mm-hmm.
2: I think in looking at last yeah. year as well, obviously Metallica, which is obviously a big pull. Um, Then we've Bring Me The Rose and... Look at any of their tour they've done in recent years. It sells out instantly on their tours. And if you think, people think, oh, I really need to see Brim with the Horizon. I need to get a Saturday. Was it Saturday they played? It was, wasn't it? Yep. I need to get a Saturday mm-hmm. ticket. Saturday ticket sell out. Oh, I really Probably, yeah. need to see them. Okay, I need to get a general camping ticket. General camping sells out, so and on so and so on. Yeah. So I think that's what led True. to uh, it selling out really. But I don't think this year we've got that one band that's going to make people do that. So there's going to be the availability for people. I don't even think day tickets will end up selling out. Nobody's. I don't think they're going to sell out a day ticket for Queens of the Stone Age. They're not going to sell out for Fallout Boy. I don't think they're going to sell out for Avenged. I forgot who they were. Avenged semifold. Yeah. But um. But it might sell out for Limp Biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> Hell's yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. But um. So I think it'll be quiet. No, but,
1: but I get you. I feel you. Yeah. I I'm I'm with I'm with you. I I think it'll be popular. But I don't think anything's going to sell out. You know, you're not going to go there and be like, oh, there's no one here. Mm -hmm. There's still going to be 60,000 people there. So it's not like it's going to be us lot in a field. But um, (laughs) it it will definitely feel uh, not as busy as last year. Well, I think in
2: comparison to however much it sells out, compared to last year, it's going to feel... I'm I'm sure a lot of people come away saying it was dead. But that's only because they're comparing it to last year. In reality, it's going to be... true. They're gonna sell a lot of tickets, yeah. but I think it's gonna be comfortable more than anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I
0: yeah. think so too. Now I'm coming around a bit.
1: I, I've just seen so many, like even today, I had a comment on YouTube, on my download video, of people just saying worst lineup ever. Of people like this is a disgrace. Download should be ashamed of themselves. There's like so much negativity towards the because people are concentrating on the main headliners, yeah, not yeah. on the that's all the C the top three actually names. really quite metal undercard, yeah. but. They're just seeing the top names and going, oh, fuck, no way. So um, this is probably... It's the most negative reaction to a download lineup I've seen in quite a while. So that will probably have a lot of knock-on effect as well because one friend won't go and then that friend won't go because that friend's not going and it will definitely have knock-on effects like that, which is going to dent even more, less people going. So yeah, the negative comments really are not helping download <laughs> no. sell tickets they must be no, like yeah oh come point. on like shit yeah but that's just what i've been seeing mm-hmm.
2: there's been yeah. been a lot of people I mean, that- sorry just a lot of people selling yeah. tickets on facebook and this that other. but in my eyes that's just if people aren't gonna go and be positive if they're gonna go and just complain about the lineup and whatever let people who want to go just enjoy themselves and there'll be plenty of people doing that so leave us to it
1: i agree you don't want these gatekeepers, do you? Sitting at their tents all day, complaining about the bands, and then only going in for one. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? I wasn't probably wasn't complaining about any of the bands. I was just <laughs> unaware that know, they were know, there. Know, too, know, lazy, too lazy. Too lazy. <laughs> I didn't want to go. Um, what well, year was that? Twenty fourteen. I'm going to look at that later, and I'm going to let you know okay. how many bands I went to see. It'd probably.
1: I reckon it's going to be quite a few because I looked at the lineup. I was like, actually, that's a pretty good lineup. You know, like. There's some good stuff on there. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. Oh, well.
0: I don't think it will. I think I was probably at the tent. Quite. A... Hang on. I, was... I don't know. I don't remember. We'll find out. We'll find out.
1: Has there ever been a year? I know we're just going off of Fallout Boy completely, but has there ever been a year when you've seen less than five
0: bands? Yeah, almost certainly. What? There was probably two or three years where I saw four bands, four or five bands. <laughs> Oh, over three days. Great. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, they changed the walk to the arena to a really long walk. <laughs> and I didn't really want to go. Like, no, you'd be getting ready to go. And you'd be like, oh, no, I'm too late. If I walk now, I still won't see them. So let's just have another beer at the camp. And I'll catch the next one I want to see. And then the same happens again.
2: <laughs> so in contrast to that, have you ever had a year I've, where...
1: Be, I've been guilty of that.
2: I was wondering. In contrast to that, have you ever had a year where you've been in from the very start till the very end, or have you always dipped off? Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've... it's been like that for the last few has isn't it? Really, for you, Ad, you've pretty much been. Well, you've come back probably for a bit, but then you've pretty much gone straight back in, haven't you? You've really yeah. been. You you were go. You've been about the last few years even more than I have. I'm always like, "Where's Adam gone? <laughs> fucking, he's gone here. Where is he? Where the I can have a conversation with you because you're too busy going to see the bands. So you've gone. A, you've done like. A complete 180 yeah. these days yeah
0: um but yes before before we've been doing this and and i've get been given a slap on the wrist for my old ways um to, i i specifically remember 2005 um trivium were opened opened the main stage and i was just sat there waiting i don't think uh so i, I once they changed the layout and it was a long walk the amount of times i remember like you know waking up and and people were going to get into the queue to get into the arena. I'm like, why do, why bother? I don't want to walk that far to go to the arena. So I don't think I've been to the arena as early as I have been these last couple of years. It's usually, uh, uh, there's no way I would have gone in the AM. <laughs> to be fair,
1: though, I think you're right. When it was in the infield and the camping was so close, it really literally did feel like, I could nip back in between bands and not miss a fucking note. Yeah. Whereas when they changed it and you were like, it's like a fucking 40 minute walk to like get wherever. Yeah. It really did make you feel like I'm really going to want to have to see these bands. Whereas before it was just like, I'm just going to go to the arena because it's so close. Like, I think it did make a real difference to people that were, excuse me, that people that saw the two. Cause like you could, you could sit at your tent and hear the main stage as if you were sitting at the main stage like that's how close no, you were to it yeah. and when they changed it you were like <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it's about fucking 10 miles away <laughs> you can't even hear anything so i think that that made a difference back in the day it did feel like you could just knit back and forth where now if you're going into you the arena yeah. you're going into the arena yeah. like it, you know you're not you're not coming back for a, for a while so yeah
0: no nah. but let's go back to fallout boy a little bit um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wait, wait, wait. I, I could stick. Up. We, we could talk. Off. Yeah, we... Off. I feel like I'm a bad off, influence
2: on, on these episodes. I do apologise. <laughs> it's
0: fine.
1: <laughs> He's adding tangents to the <laughs> tangents we're already going on. This is not. This is I'm just not thinking good. of the runtime. It looks
0: better. <laughs> it's just going to go and go. And go. <laughs> it's fine. You won't find Alexander complaining. He'd, have, he'd take a four hour episode every week. <laughs> I'm just thinking of everyone's. Commute. We might get there today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we might get there today. You never know.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah. So, so we were talking earlier about um, how big they're getting and 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 how mainstream. And, and I think with every single out al- every single album they did, they got a little bit more mainstream. They sort of went from pop punk, which is nowhere near mainstream usually, um, and just sort of flipped it and and went right. Well, we're going we're going to be in the charts and we're going to be with all these celebrities and and so we still so we're still, so. We're still, oh fuck's sake! I fucked it up. I was going to say Sarah Silvstead, Playmate of the Year, like they like like, <laughs> like nice. say in basketball. But I can't do alliteration <laughs> nice. because I've got stupid big teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of what I've, kind of kind of what I felt like feels like with basketball. and uh, no, that's what Yeah, they have got more and more mainstream and and just bigger, more famous with every single album, which can't be said by many bands, I doubt. But as they were going, I think after the hiatus, they actually started working with some really big producers who have done a lot of the big pop pop music or pop pop videos or songs or whatever. So they knew the, they knew what they yeah, were doing.
1: I, I saw that they'd ha- like uh, <clears throat> someone pointed out in a video I was watching, like their their original writing credits was like two people, and their writing credits got up to like eight people for writing credits (laughs) like on certain songs so because they started working with you know they were playing the game they were like look we're a huge band now that's that's work with some huge writers and producers that make hits that are sort of of the you know zone that we're in so it kind of made perfect sense really for them and they're quite um even if this is the early stuff it has that it has the the pop punk i would say more emo to begin with but you can hear the pop influence and he's got such a great soulful mm, yeah. voice yeah you know he he could he could trend, and i know that he done a couple of solo albums i don't know what they sound oh, like did he? i didn't know when that. they were d- went during that hiatus um but he could just be a pop singer you know he could write some fucking phil collins shit and just do that because <laughs> he's got such a great amazing soulful voice so i think they always had that little bit of pop element and then when they got bigger and bigger they just dialed into that more definitely well i think that's one of the first yeah.
2: times i even heard um Patrick Stump previously even knowing that he was part of Fall Out Boy was a cover of I want to say a Chris Brown song Um, it was like a proper just as if he'd recorded it on his on his phone or whatnot but back in the day with like Sony Ericsson's and everything Bluetooth in songs and that that was one of the first instances it was written as Fall Out Boy but it was literally just Patrick Stump and a guitar Um, I really wish I could remember what the song is oh nice but there was that and (laughs) uh, Gym Class Heroes do you remember the song that he did with them oh yeah Cupid's Chokehold, was it? No, I don't
1: remember that. Yeah? God, I haven't heard of Gym Class Heroes in a while. That's that's brought me no. back. That has. Yeah, wow. so
2: Cupid's Chokehold, Gym Class Heroes. There's a sample from... I can't think what the band is, but it's, it's there's a sample. That, take a look at my girlfriend. She's the only one I got. Na, 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 na.
1: So, uh, I was just about to say they butchered one of the greatest bands of all time, which is Supertramp. Super Trump,
2: that's it. So that sample, instead of taking the sample, they Patrick got Patrick, Stup- Patrick Stump... To sing on that song. So, again, that was the first introduction to <laughs> Fallout like Boy instead of directly to themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which ah, is bizarre. Not even no. Fallout Boy. <laughs> Sorry. Went on a tangent again. Yeah. Pop music. It's all right. yeah.
1: No, I know. And as well, like, <clears throat> I heard that, like, Taylor Swift is like, Taylor Swift considers Fallout Boy to be one of her biggest influences.
0: Really? I didn't know that.
1: Hundred like, percent. Apparently, all she does is just bang on about how good Fallout Boy are <laughs> yeah. all the time. Like, and she said that like they they're so they're writing so great, their songs are so great. They've done song with her as well, haven't they? I think. I think they've done a couple of tracks with her and some performances and stuff. But yeah, literally Taylor Swift, one of the biggest fucking like pop icons on the planet, absolutely <laughs> bums Fallout Boy. So <clears throat> I think that pretty much says <laughs> all you need to say about. Their sort of power within the pop world. The only way to
2: top insane. that is to, you know, look at the feature that they got on Save Rock and Roll, Elton John.
0: Yeah, I'll just better bring that up. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's insane. Yeah. Trying how to
2: think, how, how, what's a bigger name than Taylor oh, actually, Swift? You know, and there you go, Elton John.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I forgot to say? <laughs> we were talking about Pete Wentz, right? You guys have seen it, right? Go you on. know what I'm talking about. You, you've seen it, right?
0: No. <laughs>
2: You've seen, you've seen I, I seem to be getting flashbacks, <laughs> to be honest. I think we've yeah. all
1: seen it. We've, all, I, I, I I can tell my shoes I'm, I'm getting flashbacks. I, I completely forgot I, previous I to you I'm saying this, but yeah, I remember that. Well. I don't think I have. But um, if you're a Fallout Boy fan, you, you already know what I'm talking about. But Adam, you haven't seen it? I don't it. think so. Okay. All right. Should, we, should I just not tell him what that is? Or should I it's like a baby's him? arm. Because <laughs> he's going to be so confused by that. <laughs> so, ba- okay, I will explain it because that's, that's a bit horrible. Basically, back in the day, um, before leaked photos were like a real big deal, you, you'd get a few leaked photos and you'd be like, this is fucking wild. Like, what on earth is happening? And after that, it, they were releasing them themselves because it was anything to make money but yeah. yeah some naked pictures of pete went uh got leaked back in the day and uh you you saw pete you saw peen it was
0: uh no i never saw them
1: it was quite quite yeah. distressing but we've all i was gonna say we've all seen it but no. <laughs> you're gonna have to look now you do know really that right go off to family wi-fi and, <laughs> and have a look. i must say
2: when you look you'll uh you'll get more than you bargained for anyway.
0: really <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, this is good. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just clicked on my knob. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
1: This good sorry. No, I just i no. I was supposed to bring that up when we were speak, talking specifically about Pete Wentz, but <laughs> I, I looked at my notes. I was like, oh my god, I, ca- I can't not. Have you seen the dude's that. dick? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna quick look at my notes. Oh. If any, I, I forgot them. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> yeah, I bet you'll be looking at the notes. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, where are my notes? Oh, you put, put me off now. Bastards.
1: Everyone, get their phones out. Oh, oh
0: <laughs> right, Stu I, I don't. Do you have anything there? Do you have um, like the set list there that you have for last episode? I do.
2: It's extensive. We'll have a quick flick if you want.
0: Uh,
1: I just realised as well that um, I probably won't be watching all of Fallout Boy because Fear Factory will most likely be on at the same time. Yes. So I'll be watching Fear yeah. Factory and then. Whatever's left to fall out, boy, yeah. I would have thought. So, hopefully, I don't miss too many big chuns. Hopefully, they save the tunes for when I, uh, when Fear Factory finish.
2: Well, should we go through the set list yeah. and I'll uh, break the bad news? Break the bad
1: news. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's, yeah. it's all, they're all going to be up top, aren't they? All, all the. So, at hits the start of me, Sugar top. we
2: going down, then it's uh, Grand Theft Auto, and then it's. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, it, it's extensive, so we'll really quickly flick through. Um, yeah.
0: Do you know how many there are, there are before we quickly? 29. 29.
1: 29. Well, to be fair, they haven't got the longest no, songs. No, I was about to say that. So they have like... Yeah, they're not, they're not like fucking eight minute songs. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's Look, okay. Shall
0: I go through? Do you know where that was, go on, do you know where that was from? Because it could be, it could be a different set list to this. Just a, d- a disclaimer, I guess.
2: Well, it's just um, um, a the EU UK tour that they did throughout twenty twenty
0: three. So okay, I suppose right. when they're yeah, when sense. they're
2: headlining their own their own show, they can they can stipulate how long they want to play, what time they want to come on in. Yeah, all that kind well, that, of business. That was so. going
0: to be one of my that was going to be one of my questions uh, to, to 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 the both of you. Um, like headliners have had in the past two two and a half three hours. And I was wondering if you think Fall Out Boy and Queens of the Stone Age, possibly even Avenged Sevenfold, um, will have the same amount of time or maybe they'll give them a little bit less time and then the other people underneath can have more time or maybe even another band or so. Because I can't imagine, with, with new with new headliners, I can't imagine them having more than about an hour and a half, mm-hmm. maybe two hours.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you look at the bands underneath, like Queens of the Stone Age, you've got Royal Blood Um Fallout Bull, you got Offspring, Avenged Sevenfold, you got Limp Biscuit. Um, short of Royal Blood, Offspring and Limp Biscuit, I'm sure they've got enough to to fill in the space beforehand. But you can't imagine them giving yeah. Avenged Sevenfold the shorter set list, you know, because it's Avenged Sevenfold. But if Limp Biscuit are playing prior, you, to be fair, that the run up to Avenged in general, Berlin for Soup, some Forty One, Limp Biscuit, they're all, they've all got you know substantial set lists. So I don't know. I can't imagine how long they'll play.
1: I still think they'll all get, as a standard headline, the best part of two hours. Yeah. And I'm not sure which one who would go over that. Obviously, Avenged and Queens probably have longer songs than Fall Out Boy do. So Fall Out Boy will probably be able to cram more songs into a shorter space of time, where the other two, you probably need a little bit more headroom because their songs are probably more likely to go over time, depending on shit.
0: Yeah, cool. That's something I thought earlier. <clears throat>
2: I mean, you, d- you do watch Point some yet. headliners and you think it, it definitely feels like six hours,
1: but hopefully that doesn't happen this year <laughs> yeah. anyway. It's true. But then you watch some and you're like... Yeah. Where did that go? Last song? I've been here yeah. for about ten minutes. Yeah. Brink, this is ridiculous. Was like that last year. Yeah. yeah, it was just bang, 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 and you're like, oh my god, this is going too quickly. Slow it down. Just slow it down. Play all the songs half mm. speed or something.
0: Okay, shall
2: out. I- Go through the set list, yeah, but maybe yeah, just pick it. out Sorry. standout songs rather than doing the whole, because I'm not going to sit here and read out 29 songs. So the starting with... That's what
0: we're paying you for. Uh. <laughs> paying we're, we're paying you for 29 songs. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, yeah, do whatever you want. Right, so the, they're opening with um,
2: Love From The Other Side, which is from the, the the newest album anyway. So Much For Stardust. Yeah, Love From The Other Side, Into The Phoenix, and then Into Sugar we're going down. So it's going to be like big punching songs. Everyone's going to be jumping. Um, they're not starting slow by any means at all. I mean, I'm saying I'll say the songs that I think are tunes, but after listening to this set list so many times, I struggle to say which ones <laughs> Most of them aren't them tunes. Will be, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Little Less 16 Candles, uh, Grand Theft Autumn, which is my favourite favorite, favorite Fallout Boy tune. Uh, this Ain't a Scene... Fake out, what a time to be alive! They're actually doing well. I can only stipulate of what they've done on the previous tour. If you don't want to know, spoilers, if you will, you're more than welcome to. That's a good point. Flick forward. <laughs> I should have said that beforehand, I suppose, but yeah, <laughs> too late. <laughs> um, so, according to the the most recent tour, they are doing some covers as well, which I'm sure everyone's going to get mad for. Um, we've got "Don't Stop Believing," which rolls into. Last of the real ones, save rock and roll, Stardust. Sorry, Baby Annihilation, and then they're doing a cover of Crazy Train. I say they are. They did on the last tour, uh, which, yeah. if they're playing Download, I find it hard to believe they're not going to try and bring some some heavy metal aspects into the whole stage show. Anyway, it's um, a great song. Where did the party go? My songs know what they did in the dark. Thanks for the murmurs, centuries, and then they're closing with Saturday. Which is obviously from their
0: debut album, yeah. so they're taking it all the way back to day one yeah. to close out the uh, the show. I would assume from that it's not really a massive data pool, but they finished with Saturday in the Rock and Rio in 2017 video I watched, so right. maybe they always finish with that. Oh, okay. Um, Possibly because there's a lot of Pete Wentz singing in it and so he won't let him change it so he can go out into the crowd for the last song. The beef continues. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny. (laughs) He won't...
1: Oh, man, I swear to God, if we get anywhere near Pete Wentz... (laughs) Hold him back. Oh, man, there's going to be some shit going down, man. I hope he
0: hasn't got an erection and turns around quickly. (laughs) 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 Strike. <laughs> <laughs> that was from a film as well. I'm sure it was. Maybe it's Anyway, yeah, interesting. Uh, I think I'm looking forward to it a lot more than I I was originally. Yeah, um, I'm saying, and I didn't think I would have come around to them a bit more. But like so many, like the uh, the, the first song you said then that's from the latest album. Um, that from the other side, mm-hmm. is it? Yeah. I knew that song, and I was like, how have I heard this song? I've never listened to the album. I don't know where I've heard the song from. And we were talking about Centuries earlier. I, I was talking to Kelly last night about it. And um, like, how did it get so big? I, did, I didn't understand how it was their biggest song. Um, Apparently, it was, like, in America, it's one of their sports shows. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Main songs, something like that. So like for oh, um, okay. NFL,
2: that NHL sense. highlights, the, they did use that quite frequently. So I think it just made its way into the mainstream over there. Well, I was convinced that that was the yeah. song that they used for Big Hero 6, the Disney film, but it turns out it wasn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's was leading nowhere because I can't remember oh. yeah, what that, that song
0: was called. No, but they said that they said that, <laughs> they said, they said that on the, when I watched. And I forgot they did that song and it was it's an awesome song um, and an awesome film. Mm-hmm. I love Big Hero yeah, 6. Yeah, great film. Very underrated. Um, I can't remember what it's called now, either Though, either though. That's really annoying. Yeah, it's gone.
1: I was just gonna say that people are gonna get their um their money's worth for that main stage because uh I don't like Wargasm and the Hunna, yeah. But Frank Hart and the Rattlesnakes baby metal enter Shikari offspring fallout boy. That's <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> damn good. That is. Decent that's run. really good. That is like money's worth just on the main stage on that Saturday. So um yeah, well, really good. I think that if people like that like Fallout Boy are going to like probably a lot of the stuff leading up to it. So I think actual Fallout Boy fans are going to have an absolute blast yeah. on the Saturday.
2: Well, there's going to be a distinct split, isn't there, between the main and the second. So you're either seeing Fallout Boy or Pantera. So <laughs> I think you'll be able to pick the uh, pick the crowd out anyway, who's going to which one.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. you. Well, oh, hopefully... They do what they normally do, so Pantera will finish before Fallout Boy start, but that means then I can watch Pantera go to Fear Factory <laughs> and then catch the end of Fallout Boy so I get all three. So, fingers crossed it, that's how it normally works, but with downloads you just never no, know. So. No, that's
2: it. You'll be able to puff anyway, the amount of running you have to be doing. Yeah,
1: can't wait. Got the Bassist and the Racist, then Fear Factory, that's then it. Fallout Boy. Very good
0: the bassist and the rest (laughs) the bassist and the rest (laughs) Uh,
1: although to be fair i mean um yeah they they, pantera do sound really good so i'm actually surprised at how good phil's vocals are and how well zach wild's playing dime stuff because it's ridiculous but it's actually doing a really good job so i'm more interested to see them than i would have been
0: nice Uh, are we done now
1: uh Yeah. Uh, I mean, sh- should we just do final thoughts quickly? I, I I like Fallout Boy. I think they're very good. I'm excited. They're at download. Uh, like I said, I will catch the end of their set. They're a really, really good band. They've got loads of great songs. And yeah, I, I like them. They're good. Mm-hmm.
2: I've, I, I think, again, I'll repeat myself. The only reason I'm looking forward to them so much now is because of how much I've listened to past set lists. Um, it sounds stupid, but the more you listen to a song a set of songs the more you're going to enjoy it you start to learn the words you start singing along yeah and i don't think enough can be said about knowing the words to songs and seeing it live you enjoy it tenfold if you know the words to a song and you see it live you sing it word for word you live in the dream so if i can re- recommend anything to anyone is just
0: take a look at the lineup buy the buy the cd read the lyrics in the booklet Along Old with
1: school. the CD, <laughs> <laughs> no, just go on Spotify,
0: scroll up, and then you get
2: all the lyrics. <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were going to say Stu's recommending everyone go back to CDs, and then you find out like like those influencers do, where they try and um, the game guys where they give you these like fake game sites, but it turns out they own yeah, the yeah. game sites, so they make all the uh-huh. money. Stu's <laughs> go- getting everyone to buy CDs, and then you realize, Hold on a minute, he owns this online <laughs> CD company. He owns fueled
2: <laughs> by ramen. What the. but no listen to your set lists learn these
0: songs and you'll have a blast yeah (laughs) similar to that though what is what i said earlier like just getting accustomed to their sound a bit more makes a big difference i i didn't think their their overall sound changed at all in their whole career from listening to a few songs every now and then um but it clearly has and i just needed to listen to them more um but yeah for me in 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 conclusion i guess um yeah i i really really like them now i don't know if i would just decide to stick a, an album on still i still really like them um but yeah i don't know if 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 like in a few months time i'll go you know what i fancy listening to a fallout boy album um but mm. i probably will enjoy them more whenever i do hear singles now um or just hear them on the radio or whatever. Other people playing them, um, and I probably will be there for as much of the set as I can be. Yeah, I'll be there from start to
2: finish personally. There's no one else clashing that I'm, you know, fighting to see, so I'll I'll, I'll be seeing the whole
0: set. That's for sure. Yeah, awesome. Um, I don't think there was anything else I had to say about them or generally. Now I finished that. I don't because I don't want to take it off any more. The um, we, we were talking about the acronym names earlier, weren't we? And and it was it was actually a friend of mine who listens to this, who pointed it out at the time. So I've got to give him credit for it, because otherwise I'm just stealing his joke in front of his face, like I saw right in his ear. Um, but yeah, it was 2010. It was Akduk, Ratum, and Aero... Oh, no, it doesn't work, does it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ratum. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank Ratum. you, Uth, for making that joke 14 years ago, so I could repeat it and, and get the Laughs here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here no. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> um, cool. Yes. Shall we? Shall we bring it to a close here then? Shall we? Um. Start to round it off, wrap it up. Yeah. yeah cool. Excellent. Well, that was a that was a great episode. Like I said, I was really looking forward to that. Next episode, we are going to be doing the same thing, but all about Avengers Sevenfold, and I am looking forward to listening to them because I'm the same with Avengers Sevenfold. As I was with um, Fall Out Boy. Uh, I don't know any albums, really. So I'm looking forward to listening to them.
1: I'm definitely... I mean, there's like three or four Avenged albums that Mm. I absolutely love. So a couple that I'm not eh, on. But uh, yeah, there are a few of their albums that I really do think are absolutely fantastic. And again, say what you will about the headliners this year. They're definitely interesting to talk about, these three headliners. They're all completely different bands. But they're all they're all interesting, but in completely different ways. So there's loads of stuff to us for us to talk to each other about. Yeah. So if and nothing else, it's def- they're definitely interesting episodes.
0: Yeah. And one thing that made me think actually, because um, like I said, they, they were fr- from like a very specific place in in America, w- with, which had the hardcore scene, um, and I think a lot of big bands came from that scene um, or in that area. And it was the same for Queens of the Stone Age when we we're talking. And he was in Caius, um, who were uh, I, I don't know how how big they were at, at the time. But yeah, I just found it interesting that like all the famous people, or not all of them, but there seems to be a lot of famous people and bands all come from like the same area. Is mm. if you see a few of your friends step up to the next level. So you step it up and then your band gets the next level and the people underneath you step it up. Um, yeah, it happens quite a lot, I think. there was
1: There's pockets of like, everyone talks about, <clears throat> you know, Seattle in the early 90s, about all the grunge stuff blowing yeah. up. And then back in the 70s, it was like Detroit and like other places. And then you go like for the hardcore guys, it was like Orange County, California, California Desert, like you were talking about before. But I don't really hear about it much now, like actual little bubbles of places where all these bands come from and you're like how the fuck did all these bands come from like and you found out they all like played together yeah. and like there was a gig back in the day that you would have been out and it had all these like huge bands one after the other but they were playing to like 30 people it is pretty crazy yeah. actually we should probably delve into that in a, a later episode maybe pick like uh, a scene or well, new york's another one like all the punk stuff from new york like the ramones misfits all that stuff that all like blew up and they were all like playing together yeah. Might be an interesting episode actually, like little pocket universes of bands where they came out. Yeah,
0: definitely. And um and and so on that note, come and come and join our Discord. It's a really cool, really cool thing. Really really cool thing. It's a really cool thing. um, Really cool thing. It's a really cool
1: thing, man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) If anybody has any information that that would be handy to help us sort of make a start on on that kind of thing. anybody who's researched it a little bit before. come and let us know come and join the discord and, and talk to us in there and tell us a bit more about it and tell us what well, tell us tell us what you already know and then that will help us um to dig a little bit deeper and that' would be really cool. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. if you don't know things about that, come and join the discord anyway. It's really cool. we have a lot of fun over there, really, really cool. Um, it's also ran by Stu pretty much Stu? That's me. Hello. Hey. Hello. Me. Come to the Discord. Come and, come and have fun. Worship me. Worship me. <laughs> You're not worthy. Uh. We're, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. Yeah, we're not we're worthy. Not... It's our, lord, our Lord and Saviour of the Discord Bow, bow at his feet. <laughs> Sorry. Right, mean, I'll, I'll just ask you to do something and then completely cut you off. <laughs> I'll just I'll just ban you. It's okay. <laughs> I don't think you can. Oh yeah, you, you
2: are the evil overlord to be fair. I grovel at your feet. So yeah. Shoot <laughs> shit rolls, Daniel. <down>, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <clears throat> okay, cool. Yes. That's very cool. Yeah, on that note though, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna call it here. Join the Discord, like I said, go and join all the other things we've got. Join Stu's TikTok, Instagram and YouTube, and Simon's TikTok, Instagram and YouTube. TikTok's a dirty word for si. <laughs>
1: you Good look for the TikTok. I don't, it doesn't exist, but you can have a good look.
0: I made one for you, and I've um, uh, that's why I'm uploading these TikToks for our videos on. It's like, I'm, awesome. I'm Simon Bond. I, lo- I I I I like TikTok. He's yeah. using he's using AI to, to create deep fakes of Simon
2: on TikTok.
1: <laughs> that's all the videos. It's, like it's just I'm Simon Bond, and I like TikTok. The next video is just in another. That's how I bond. I like TikTok.
0: <laughs> cool. Yes, and you can find all those information, all those bits of information that you need to find all those things in the episode description. Go to the episode description. You might have to click on a thing that says "See More." Um, you find a link tree in there, and that will give you links to everything, including our Patreon. We need to say a massive thank you to our legendary Patreons as well. Um, I did say, do you know, what? I said, I said last episode about people changing their names to something funny. Nobody's done it. I know my friend, my friend Jacob said he was going to do it. He, he confirmed with me. He was like, "Did you mean that? Did you be sure? You know, being serious?" Um, and I was like, yeah, "Yeah, do it if you want," but he never got around to doing it. But yeah, it would be cool. So next episode, Patreons, change your name to something funny about Event Sevenfold. Not necessarily derogatory, just a joke, you know, about Event Sevenfold, and uh, we'll get. We'll get either Simon or Stu to read them out and try and make them laugh. I don't know who yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll
1: Sounds
0: good. We'll work out. Cool. Um, but yes, we need to say thank you to them this episode. Uh, so thank you so much to James Harrison, Alexander Toon, Dan Jacobs-Cross, Dean Delicado, Christopher Hambridge, Henry Richardson, Ben Taconi, Scott Seeger, Christopher Henderson, and Matthew. You are all le- absolute legends. Thank you so much for supporting us on patreon every penny we get goes back into the podcast to get to make make it bigger and better if you want to join we have two tiers there's a five pound tier and a three pound tier just support tiers at the moment the three pound tier will say a massive thank you to you in the next episode a five pound tier will say a massive thank you to you in every episode and you'll get the chance to change your name to something funny to try and make simon or stew laugh I think that'll try and be funny no, try and be funny try and be good ah oh. I've lost it. I was doing. So, try and be good. Try and be good, guys.
1: Try and be good. I, so well.
0: be good. I, I don't like good, it okay. when I'm just, just here talking, and the other two are quiet and We're it just, just, both it just Makes me. Yeah. I just. Yeah, I just get like I don't know. Just um, what's the word? Uh imposter syndrome. Yeah, I'm like oh, I'm talking too much. They should be talking too. <laughs> uh, help! Help! Anyway, I think that's everything that I need to be, need to do. Simon, I know I've said about uh, your YouTube but do you want to tell everybody what you're doing as well and where they can find you?
1: Uh, yeah, just quickly. Uh, my uh, monsters of rock part two video should be out now. That's the only thing I'll have up at this point. Goodbye. I'm not going. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Stu, go. That's
0: <laughs> Stu.
2: Right. So yeah, I've got the uh, Instagram and TikToks Um releasing a couple of those each week. Uh, mainly being bands. I think you should see it download. So I just, talk about them briefly and then just give you three examples of songs uh, so if you're thinking you're not sure who to see all day every day uh, jump over to
0: tiktok or instagram and uh, have a flick through nice that's it for this episode join us next episode for Event sevenfold a big deep dive into Event sevenfold we will also be joined by our resident expert on Event sevenfold who is scott Seegers. he's also also a patron, resident expert and Patreon Scott Seeger. He is the biggest fan. Oh, he's also sent me uh, a list of a few things to watch and check out as well before next episode. So I'll send it to you as well, unless he's already sent it to you. Go on. Uh, Just a couple of live things, I think. But uh, yeah, it sounds good. I'm looking forward to it. But for now, thank you for listening. It's a goodbye from Simon. Goodbye. Goodbye from Stu. Goodbye. Pete Wentz has a massive penis, but he'll catch
2: these hands. <laughs> but it won't catch these hands. He'll catch these hands. Download, Download beef. beef. <laughs> Download beef. It's not. It's not. It's not <laughs> <a> sexual.
0: <laughs> not, not catching <laughs> hands, and you know. And a good, goodbye from me. Goodbye. Toodles. <laughs> Do you say toodle? toodles?
2: Toodles. Oh, that's very good. That's very good.